What's going on everybody? Glenn P. Brooks Jr. here. I'm an author, I'm a speaker, and I'm a coach. And I wanna welcome you to We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast. I get the opportunity to add value to entrepreneurs, business owners, and ministry leaders, both on and offline. And this episode is gonna be no different. Stick around and we're gonna get started right now. Well, I'd like to thank you guys for joining us again for another edition of We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast. I'm Glenn P. Brooks Jr., and I'm excited to be back again, you guys, in a blog post on HuffPost.com years ago, contributing writer Flynn Coleman asks this question, uh, why are stories so powerful? The answer is, is that they are actually more memorable than facts. Our brains are actually wired to respond to stories. Metaphors and anecdotes actually help us relate ideas to our own experiences providing richness and texture. Stories bring you and your listener into a multidimensional world full of colors, sights, smells, and emotions, making us feel as though we were actually living the story. When we committed to doing this podcast almost 100 episodes ago, I committed to really helping to tell the story of people's brands, personal or professional, that are making significant impact. And the reason why is because I honestly believe that these stories did not have platforms where they were telling them often enough. And I really want to be a part of stemming that tide. Today, I've got an old friend. Um, I've known her and her husband for years. I've had a a chance to play a part in their lives in certain seasons, first starting off as as one of their pastors, believe it or not, and uh, and then that later uh, stemmed into being a coach for them in so many different ways, um, you know, helping to facilitate different things, uh, uh, whether it's personal or, or business. And I'm just excited to watch the evolution of them as people, of their family. Dawn is incredibly brilliant. Um, she is, and I'll say this story out loud really quickly, Dawn, because I want to set this up. You guys, you might embody for me what sacrifice looks like. And we've talked about this kind of stuff privately. But I want to say this very publicly. When I look at the trajectory of y'all's four daughters, the path that they are on has everything to do with what you guys were willing to sacrifice. And, 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 I, and I don't mind saying this. And it almost cost you y'all's marriage at one point. Because the truth of the matter is, is that it was so much about them You forgot about you. And I'm so grateful to watch you guys begin to live life through that. And you got through the hump. You got through those dark times. But it forged something in you. It's causing you to show up in ways, not only privately, but also publicly in your life, you know, as a business owner, that's really adding crazy value to people because of that, that, I guess the word I'm probably, the resilience that you guys bring to the table. There's this tenacity that just won't let you quit. I want to talk a little bit about the story behind your brand. I want you to introduce yourself, tell people who you are, what you do, why do you do it, and who do you do it for? And I know there's a lot of questions. We can unpack them slowly. But I really want to get into the thing that makes Dawn up and causes her to show up. Where'd that come from? And how are you deploying that? Come on, talk to us. Go ahead and unmute one more time. No, I think, yeah, go ahead and put your headsets on. Yeah, you're going to have to put your headsets on for sure. Okay, is that better? Yeah, you are on on live on Clubhouse, so you're going to definitely have to mute yourself on that device. And then I would say put your headsets on because it will create that loop or get that loop to, to, to cut out. There we go. 
let's let's try this. And guys, by by the way, John, I'm mean not John, uh James, we'll we'll just have to edit this part out. I'll tear up again and uh and then we'll we'll go from there in a second. Let's get her plugged back up and uh we'll go from there because you were fine before. Is this better? Much better. Much All right, better. Sorry about that. <laughs> no worries, no worries. So let's go ahead and just for the editing, I'm gonna kind of tee that back up and get you started and we'll edit that part out. Here we go in three, two, one. So, Don, if you can chime in and just let us know, like, who are you? What do you do? Why do you do it? And who do you do it for? And let's talk a little bit about the story behind your brand. Sure. First, let me just say I'm so excited to be here. Uh, coach, author, pastor, Coach Brooks, you have meant a lot to our family. So I wanted to say that. So, yes, I'm Dawn Coven. Um, I am the creator of Trusted Advise Her. We provide contracting support and um, startup assistance to family and community at Oriented Women with uh, 10 years of experience or an advanced degree. And these women have typically opted out of the traditional nine to five marketplace and want to start their own consulting practices. So we support them in that way. And that desire was born out of my own experience. Let's go there, Dawn, because I think that a lot of times what people don't understand, and I, I believe this, that when we see people make an amazing impact in other people's lives, it came from somewhere. So talk a little bit about it, and then we'll, we'll get into the tenets of your business. But what informed that? What, what caused you to say, you know what, I need to make myself available in this space? And, uh, and, and how did that come about? Yes, so sure. That's a great question. Uh, I think like a lot of women, I had high hopes, career goals, all those things, you know, went to college, got an advanced degree, you know, was living in D.C., um, had a lot of plans. And then marriage happened and family came. And I think my interests shifted a bit. Um, I wanted to really prioritize my family and my children and working as a consultant, you know, doing a lot of traveling. I was working for IBM at the time. And so that involved me traveling, going to different states, being gone a lot. And that's not something I wanted to do as a mother. And so I am with my husband. So we made a decision that I would stop working and that I would be a full-time mom. And I was very excited about that. Um, and for years, um, we, it went without a hitch until it didn't. <laughs> and so um, my husband lost his job. At the time, I was pregnant with our fourth child. And um, literally, the day that he got low, let go, I went into labor. <laughs> and so um, we had our fourth child, uh, thankfully, a healthy, beautiful baby girl. But my husband didn't have a job. And I had just had a baby, so I was not going to be able to get a go get a job or go work. Um, so it really created a significant financial hardship for our family. Um, at one point, you know, we found ourselves on public assistance for a while. And, you know, I thought that was incredulous. You know, between the two of us, we have three degrees, three college degrees, one master's degree. Like, how did we get here? And I think it was at that point, I was like, I didn't want another woman to experience um, 
the fallout of making family a priority and feeling as though it costs their family financially. And so I said, there has to be another way, you know, there has to be a way that women can be present, um, be available to their families without having to sacrifice uh, financial impact. You know what, Don? is when you say that, um, you know, I think about this idea that oftentimes women, um, they have bought into this idea that they can do it all and they can get it all at the same time. And a lot of this culturally is because they've been put in a position where they've had to. Okay. Growing up in a single parent home, my mother, if she didn't make it happen, it didn't happen. Right. And I think what that does is it births this complex or this idea that that's who I am and I'm supposed to go that hard all the time. I'm not supposed to take care of me. I'm not supposed to prioritize me, whether that is my health, my wealth. This is all about everything. I I, I remember times where we talked privately and I'm like, we got to shift that. We, we have got to shift that thinking, not necessarily doing. I understand where it comes from. The problem is it's not, it's not sustainable. So when you're talking to ladies and helping them to think through that, um, I know you've got a lot of things on the horizon. I want to get into that. Where, where did it shift for you? And I know, you know, obviously the loss of income, having a baby, but then you had to move to actually putting that thing into practice and putting a plan together and executing it. And uh, for those that don't know, Don's a runner and she ain't got no problem executing on the physical side of things. I've watched this woman get up at God, oh, dark 30 and go for runs in the freezing cold. So let me explain something to you. She has no problem executing. But Don, when it comes to your personal life, sometimes that's tough. How do you move into the place of being able to execute on a dream like never going back to that kind of a place that you came from again? A lot of faith you know, a lot of um, partnership with my husband, you know, I know it wouldn't be possible with him, without him, you know, giving me the space to discover those things. I think also asset-based thinking, you know, thinking about what I have, you know, when I think about my education, think about the work that I've done, you know, how can I use those things and bet on myself, You know, it's funny um, when you talk about betting on yourself, whenever you bet, there's always a propensity to lose, right? Gamble, (laughs) when you take a risk, there there are two things about you could win or you could lose. When you talk about your faith and your, the confidence and how you and Mike came together, what would you say is the single probably lesson learned on betting on yourself? Why is that a profitable thing to at least approach? Yeah, so it's definitely a profitable to approach because you get to control the narrative, right? You know, you get to make the decisions, you get to reap the benefits of the outcomes. Um, As you said, there are some risks involved, but you're in control. And I believe, you know, when it comes to being an employee, you're taking a risk, you know, so when the business decides that your position is no longer viable, there's that. 
They get to so choose. At least they get to choose. Right. And most of the time, it's not going to be with your best interest at that heart. Part. That part. When you know uh, you're making these decisions, your best interest and the interest of your family is at heart. Dawn, I've watched you guys, and it's funny because, um, you know, I've had some insight into how you guys have pivoted. When it comes to taking control, you guys have organized an entire plan to educate four Black girls in a homeschool environment. And just so we're really, really clear, the oldest just graduated from college. So she's 21, 2021, somewhere? 22. 22. 22. So 22 years ago, Black women homeschooling their children full-time was not a thing. Am I right? You're right. right? However, you guys decided because of where you were going to take that charge, if you will, and do that. What motivated you guys to even think that audaciously that this was even possible? Because I think that as I look at your business model, this is how you're empowering people. That Those tenets came from those learned and lived experiences, you know, jumping out there because y'all got a lot of flack back in the day. I, I, listen, I was there almost at the beginning. And I remember that was something that you was doing classes and at the church and on breastfeeding and the whole, but like nobody, it's like, who, this This is weird. Can you talk to us a little bit about how that experience sort of showed up in your life and your work today? So Glenn, it's like the cornerstone, I think of the work that I'm doing. Um, the joys that I've experienced uh, being present for my children, um, having the privilege and, I, and blessing, I definitely don't take it for granted um, to be here, to see them uh, through milestones, you know, good times and, and even challenging times, um, to not feel as though I have to take off work to deal with the situation. My daughter's in crisis, you know, um, that really was a big part of what motivated me to really share this with other women. And to your point, the, the flack was was serious even within my own family you know i was very um you know you always want your parents to be proud of you and um i lost my mom you know several years ago and she was it was at the very beginning of the journey and and she could see and think she was supportive um you know my dad he's old school <laughs> uh you know came up you know in the 60s and so to see his daughter you know go to college, get a master's degree, live in Northwest DC, own a condo there, drive a BMW. And then you want to stop working and raise your kids? <laughs> What's wrong? Who's What's wrong with you? Like, why? why would you do that? <laughs> so um, I think I, even with that, I just had to understand that this was my family's journey these were our priorities. And as much as I wanted him to be proud of me, I knew I uh, had to do what was best for us. And I'm happy to say, you know, he's seen the fruit, you know, <laughs> I think now he realizes why we did what we did and um, is very complimentary of the girls and Michael and I. So, No, I, I can, you know, I can attest that I think it's safe to say that y'all made believers out of a whole bunch of people. Don, 
to, to, to your point, your parents and the lookers on. And I think that a lot of the work that you're doing, I want you to transition for me and talk a little bit about this program that you're launching in the fall and, and, and talk about some different things, how people can get connected to it. What do you need? Um, what, you know, and, and that sort of stuff. But I think that I, I can't let you got, you go without helping you to understand y'all have made believers out of people. You guys have normalized things that in our community, particularly not only what normal, but it was absolutely the devil. Like you got to be out your mind and the kind of flack you get from your own people. Oftentimes it's really fear-based and it's because they love us that they're afraid for us. If you will, like I'm afraid for you, like you get ready to do what? And I just want to say that, I have watched y'all grow and it's just amazing. Even when I saw you dropping some stuff about trusted advise her, I said, I gotta have Dawn on the show because people see the end result and they get excited about the work you're doing, but I need people to understand where this came from and why it's important for people to get on board. So talk to us about where you are today, some things that you've done um, and how people can get connected to it. What is the purpose and how do we help? So uh, earlier you were talking about collaboration and I was just, that's like one of my words. Um, I really believe the power of partnerships and collaborating um, specifically when it comes to government contracting work, which is where a lot of my work is focused. Um, in 2021, I launched a business <laughs> after kind of years of trying to figure out things, uh, lost a business as, and it was consulting business. And five months later, we landed our first contract with a DC government. And that contract has about five years. Um, actually it was one year and then four option years. And we just executed option year two, which is year three. And that contract um, has given me the ability to subcontract to other women, um, a brother. Uh, we've done some training for DC for their summer youth employment program. Uh, most people that are from DC are very familiar with it. Um, they've renamed it the Marion Berry Summer Youth Employment Program. Um, so we have been providing um, IT support um, in terms of education, educating the participants around IT, uh, professional development, and soft skills. And so we've been running that program. It's about a six-week program um, that we've done for about three years. And the success of that is what really um, helped me to see the opportunities in government. Um, that six-week contract is um, around the mid five figure value for six weeks of work. <laughs> so, uh, Bless. I, I, yeah. I, I, I just can't, I just need y'all to, I just need y'all to hear that. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I kind of did. Yeah. Sorry, not sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go. So um, that's when I realized there's, it's real out in these government streets, you know, um, when it comes to professional services. Um, the government spends about $70 billion. I don't need 70. I don't even need one. <laughs> don't need one. 
So I'm like, if there's a way that I can um, help women um, provide a blueprint, because again, this has taken me years, trials and errors, uh, different business models to really get this government consulting thing right. I can share it with other women. Um, we can leverage our expertise to collaborate <laughs> and go after this money. <laughs> I, I got to jump in because what I hear you saying, and I just want to make sure I'm clear that in you going through the fire and building a thing, you've learned how it works. And now you're positioning yourself as a consultant, not only to do that work, but also provide an opportunity for other people to come along, learn how to do that, where to go, um, and then work with you through that. Talk to your target client. If they were sitting in the room, how can you help them? And where do they go to get with you and connect with you? Yeah, so my target client, you know, you've assessed your life. You know that you need the flexibility. Um, and also, you don't want to have the limitations around your income. But I also want to say something I'm also very um, intentional about is you want a life of peace. You know, we got to work hard, but we don't have to grind all the time. It's not hustle all the time. It's about creating some good rhythms. And so with that, you know, you've invested some time in your career. Um, you're an expert in your field but maybe you just don't know how to package that expertise. Um, the government buys everything. They're the largest <laughs> um, consumer of all goods and services. So if you do it, <laughs> the government probably buys it. And so my role is to help you to package your expertise, um, help you to price it appropriately, and then um, help you to define those avenues, whether that's local government or federal government, to get you in the marketplace. And then yes. to surround you with a community of collaborators. So when I don't have the IT background, I'm bringing Keisha Barnum in. You know, when I don't have my HR, I need to do some advising or with those concepts, I got my Kenya, you know, recent Howard grad from Georgia. You know, these are part of my team. You know, we're all our own business owners, but when appropriate, we come together and collaborate. I need y'all to hear this. And I got to interrupt because I just felt, and I'm putting you on the spot, Don, but I need you to come teach and train how you do that for our business community. Because there are people right now in our business community that are your target client. They have absolutely thrived in a particular area. And if you could teach them how to build an opportunity for them to get the government to pay them a handsome ransom, I'm sorry, um, a nice fee um, to do that. And, and then we could put that on replay. We could put that on uh, evergreen and, and have that thing live forever. Would you be willing to do that? Like over the next couple of weeks, we'll find some time on a Wednesday and have you come through. Would you be willing to do that? Absolutely. It'd be okay. my pleasure. The reason why is I look at, I'm looking in the audience right now, Tammy, this is, this might be an opportunity for you 
uh, Tammy has, Jesus, I, I don't want to misquote it. This has to be more than 20 years of experience in the HR field alone and things like that. So I want to create ways for people to get connected. If you're in the MMC, this is what we do. And so I want to provide this opportunity for those that are in the MMC Business Builder Academy. If you're not, then this might be a reason for you to sign up because these are the kinds of things that we do. Don, before we get out of here today, can you talk a little bit about, you know, where can people find you? How do they uh, get on your wait list? And uh, let's let's talk a little bit about how they can get access to you. Sure. So currently you can join our wait list for Trusted Advisor, which will launch in the fall at trustedadviseher.com forward slash waitlist. Uh, we are on Instagram at trustedadviseher. We're also on LinkedIn as well. That's it. I get it. Rocky is saying in the chat, I know we're on the podcast and I ain't supposed to say this, but she like, I need this. We get ready to get this party started. If you're in the room and you're live with us today, I want to get your questions fired off. And uh, Dawn is an amazing administrator, y'all. And uh, I, I promise you, you're going to enjoy if you get a chance to work with her. Um, she's very good at what she does. Um, she's super knowledgeable and she's super giving in that she's not going to hold back. This is a person who's going to tell you exactly how it works, why it works that way, and what you need to specifically do in order to access these levels of, um, of, of financial gain, to say the least. Don, let me say this. We're going to probably come back at another time and sort of talk about some results that you've gotten from the people that you work with. And I'd like to highlight you in that regard. But for right now, I just want to say thanks, lady. Thanks for pulling up. Thanks for being a part. Thanks for growing and thanks for going first in so many different ways that quite frankly, there are a lot of people that owe you a debt of gratitude just for being willing to sacrifice your family for some of the things that you've built. And I say that very seriously. I know that sounds thick, but it's real. And not a lot of people need to understand that this stuff doesn't happen every day. And so we salute you this, this morning, my queen sister. I'm telling you right now. My honor and privilege to be here. Thank absolutely. You. Absolutely. No worries. Guys, listen, if you caught this live uh, re recording of We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast, uh, join us again next week. We'll be doing another one. Also, if you are listening to us by way of Spotify or whatever you get your podcast, uh, can y'all do me a favor and go ahead and like and subscribe and share that channel out with people? Because at the end of the day, here's what I can promise you. You can't get to any place of significance by yourself, guys. We all need some help, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Well, I'd like to thank you guys for joining us once again for another edition of We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast. Uh, be sure to download this, and if you need to connect to us any kind of way, uh, you can reach us at www.glennpbrooksjr.com. At the end of the day, y'all already know what time it is. You cannot get to any place of significance by yourself because we all need some help. Y'all be good, and we'll talk soon.